Hi, this is Elliot, host of Inspired Edinburgh. Please come and check out our Facebook page for all of the latest updates. If I could ask a small favour, please could you subscribe and review our show on iTunes. By doing this, you'll be helping us reach a wider audience and have a greater impact by challenging perceptions and encouraging people to live a more conscious life. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the show and I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Inspired Edinburgh. Powerful conversations helping you reconnect with your purpose. I'm Elliot Reeves and my guest today is David C. Riley. David is an adventurer, a traveller and a disability sports and travel writer. You were born with cerebral palsy but have never let your disability prevent you from participating in outdoor pursuits, achieving your goals or fulfilling your potential. Your work has been published in newspapers, magazines and online journals and you've also made appearances on national television and radio. You now aim to inspire and motivate others through your writing and speaking. David, it's a genuine honour to have you here. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. You're absolutely Thank welcome. You. Absolutely welcome. It's been great um, spending time with you. Um, we've had a, a catch up prior to this and it's been really fascinating finding out a bit more about you. So it would be great if you could tell us a bit about you know, your, your background um, growing up and, and a bit more about you know, the, the work that you do. I uh, grew up about 20 miles uh, from here in Harrington, it was, uh, it was a very small town uh, place at the time. It was an awful place to, to grow up. Uh, I went to the local school there uh, up until the age of 12. And then, then after that, I went to school in Edinburgh. And uh, uh, what, what was that? While I was growing up in, in Harrington, I suppose I got my first taste of the outdoor life there, uh, you know, and, and I was a member of the, the scouts and the cubs and unfortunately, uh, 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 Harrington is surrounded by really beautiful countryside and I saw a lot of myself, myself out with my family either walking or fishing or something. So, if, uh, so I didn't ask for my passion for that doors when it started. I can't, uh, I can't remember a time in my life where I wasn't interested in the outdoors or motivated to be outside. It's yeah. something that I've always, I've always had. And I always will yeah. have, you know. That's so, amazing. And so that's where I grew up. Uh -huh. uh, so I, went to, I started school there. I went to school my latter way in Edinburgh. And so, so uh, I think I had quite a, what, I, I, I had a quite difficult childhood mm -hmm. in some ways, you know. I had a really great family and great home life, but I had a lot of frustrations, a lot of, uh, uh, I, I, I wasn't able to do as much as I am now, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm sure I, uh, I, find that, I find that frustrating, and uh, as a child it's a lot more difficult <laughs> accept yeah. where I not. Definitely. So, I, so, so that's where my childhood 
Or yeah, uh, very interesting. So when you came to school um, in Edinburgh, what was what was sort of education like for you? How did that work? Well, the truth is, you know, I had what, what I described as a pretty checkered education. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's the best way to describe it. You know, uh-huh. I, 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 I was in mainstream school in Harrington mm-hmm. until I was about 12 years old. And, and then I think I was being bullied at school or I was, uh, I was, I was, uh, I was running away. I was unhappy. And at the time, it felt like a better idea for for me to go to uh, for me to go to special school in Edinburgh, and 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 so so I went to a school called Graysmill School, and things were fine for a while there, mm-hmm. but I started uh, having more, a bit more difficulty there, and. Uh, to cut a very long story, and it is a really grisly long story, mm-hmm. <laughs> short. I, I think I discovered I was dyslexic when I was 14, okay. because I was unable to read uh, or, or write appropriately uh-huh. for, for my age. And at that time, I had been... Uh, I had been written off, you know, before my adult life had kind of began, you know, my, my, my parents had a letter saying that, I'd, that I would never sit a public exam and mm. uh, there was a day centre at Trinity that I could probably attend. And uh, it's a very long, great, uh, you know, ugly story. <laughs> but to cut it a bit shorter, I, I eventually left school at the age of 16 and I had nothing with, with no qualifications. I, I, I pretty much left school the day that I could and uh, never looked back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you do when you left school? Uh, well, as I said to bit earlier, I'm having a few problems at school. Uh, with the education department here. And so my parents had been made aware of an FE college in Coventry in the Midlands, specifically for disabled students. It was called Harrow College. So we went then to see it mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, I had an interview there as Vincent Tyne there. I had a trial there and uh, they 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 had a look at the sort of help that I needed to learn, the remedial teaching that I would require. Mm-hmm. And the first thing they wrote back and said, I look more sorry, we don't think that this is the place for David. But but only a short time later I I think it was a week, I think it was weeks or days, or they got in touch with my parents again, and they said we'd like to offer David a place here. So I was literally uh, 
sent to Coventry, oh, as they say. <laughs> and 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 uh, and I spent like four four years there, and I got loads and loads of remedial teaching. Mm-hmm. And by the time I left, I had a couple of elbows and uh, and entry to university. So it yeah. was it was really worthwhile. Definitely. Doing it. it was great. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it like moving away from Edinburgh? Uh, it was quite difficult first, uh, you know, but there was good times and bad. It was, it was a bit like a, it was a nice community there. and. Uh, but I always enjoyed coming home on holiday. Yeah. You know, I think Edinburgh is a pretty special place. Yeah. And, uh, I think the good bit about living somewhere else is it makes you really appreciate Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I'm glad I did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, I mean, uh, you know, we've we've spoken and I've I've looked at your your education as well on on your website. Um, you went on you you got a degree and you did a master's in molecular biology and it seems strange that having gone through the education system that says that you would potentially not get qualifications that you were able to attain that level of qualification so like how is that possible <laughs> well you know and and in some ways you know I ask myself the question how is that possible and why was I so written off yeah. at that age? Uh-huh. Uh, and and you know, I don't know, I don't know how clever answer. You know, you know, I think things for disabled people are improving without a doubt. Really, but you know, I come across patents of disabled children at the moment mm-hmm. and they and and sometimes but not always the battle with the education uh, department to get the correct teaching and help and and exactly the same way my parents did th- 30 uh-huh. years ago yeah so in some ways things are getting better but but there's still there's still a way to go mm-hmm. I I don't know how they got it. Yeah. What what kind of improvements? So wrong. Yeah, what kind of improvements would you like to see? Uh, well, I think it's great that children are are more integrated into mainstream school. You know, mm-hmm. I you know I can't think it's changed now that I went to special school at all. Yeah. And, you know, and I like to think nowadays I might have stayed in the mainstream and got the support that I needed. Mm-hmm. So I think anything to, I think the things that keep children together in the same school, in the same, uh, if that's appropriate, yeah. it's, not, it's, it's not always appropriate. And that's fine, you know. You know that there will always be a place for special school for some yeah. types of disability, uh-huh. but that where possible integration is great. How do you wish, or how do you hope that people would 
approach you in everyday life? What, what, for example, are some of the maybe discriminations that you faced? Um, the I think the biggest discrimination I face in my life in the employment form. Really? Uh, yeah, because you know I worked very hard to to get my degree, my education, and it was no, it was it was no mistake that I did molecular biology because I loved it. Mm. Uh, it was it was where it was my passion was. Mm. I, you know, absolutely. And I spent and I spent years and years trying to work in that area. Uh, as a research assistant, research technician, or uh, uh, need to go on to a PhD, shouldn't mm -hmm. you? And as, t as time went on, I've been out for that longer and longer, and it became hard to get back into it. And I suspect, and I don't know for sure, I suspect that I suffered a lot of discrimination uh, in that area. Yeah. Um, so, so I would like, so in some ways, that, um, so I think it's important to treat people as equal. Yeah. But it doesn't always happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For people that don't know um, much about your your condition, what is cerebral palsy? Uh, well, well, you know, cerebral palsy is not a helpful sort of term to okay. for everybody, you know, um, because people with cerebral palsy can range from people like me to people with profound physical and learning um, impairment. So I suppose the term cerebral palsy just uh, it covers so much. Okay. Yeah, you know. That's interesting. Yeah, I never that. and uh, and so it's 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 very individual to you. For 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 myself, uh, it affects obviously my verbal communication, my balance, my coordination. Mm -hmm. But but and obviously it affects everything. I lit up, which which is. Which is pretty fortunate because I can get around, I can function, I can, I can have a great time, I can do my sports uh, and stuff. But but I said, but but it's not helpful in the sense that you, that, that somebody who's quite profoundly disabled has, you know, you you, you know they they have cerebral poverty, so it's. It's not helpful, eh? Really? No. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. Really yeah. Interesting. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched an interview. It was a, um, a London Real interview with R.J. Mitty. I don't know if you're familiar with the programme that was on called Breaking Bad. Um, right. But he's, a, he's an American actor and he has cerebral palsy. It's mm. relatively mild. Um, but they were speaking about that and he said that he doesn't, you know, he's never sort of seen himself as different because it's all he's ever known, mm -hmm. you know, it's just that's how he is, that's his yeah. reality. Yeah. I mean, would you, is that the same as what you would say? 
And I think it's pretty much this. I said I'm doing anything different. And, and life is and, and life is what it is, and I'm David, and I'm David with my cerebral palsy, and, and so that's entirely my reality. Uh -huh. And, and no, it's a, and a, a totally different, so uh -huh. it's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Most of the time. Those kids, really cute. So what, what, um, would you say to educate <laughs> others about disability as a whole? Hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I, I hope that just by being uh, out there in the world and doing what I'm doing, uh -huh. uh, my sports, my writing, yeah, you know, I hope that says, I think that says everything. It certainly says more than I could, you know, articulate. You know, <laughs> I have the same motivations and drives and desires as as as, as anybody. So I hope that just being and doing whatever I'm doing just says enough to educate people. What else? You know, what else need to know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, 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 it does definitely, of course. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good answer. I like that. <laughs> what has been your, um, you, you, you kind of touched upon the um, discrimination that you might have faced around um, employers a bit. What has been your career journey to date? Uh, Again, I'm rather checkered. <laughs> the, the, you know, it's a theme there with my education. Well, <laughs> uh, when I finished my master's degree, I was really keen to stay in the field of molecular science and research. I, I was down in Manchester working in a lab on, on, on cancer research. And I was really keen to stay in that field and I was in contact with a prof down at the Western General here in Edinburgh. I was keen to be back up in Edinburgh. And so I came up and that job for whatever reason didn't materialise. And so that was about 1997. And I've, n I've not worked in science since then. And so... Uh, and since then, I have had jobs, but 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 never a job of my kind of choosing or in the field. That I'm interested in. I've had I've had all sorts of undesirable jobs, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I'll be the first to admit that when I get them, I'm not very good at keeping them. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, so again, I but but I've been quite lucky in some ways. I've, I've worked quite a lot in mental health, mm -hmm. uh, and I've worked for the church, and I've worked in factories. So I've done various things. So, but I'm much happier 
Marshboro were content now doing my own thing and just sort of carve out a path or a niche yeah. uh, for, for myself. Uh -huh. it, you know, it's much healthier for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> I'm sure it's healthier for a lot of other people as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you, you've done some fairly incredible things. You know, I read that um, during your time studying, you'd climbed over 30 Munros. Mm. Um, you've had a trial for the British Paralympic cycling team. You do paracycling races. You know, what? what is it about the... The, the outdoors and the adventures that you really enjoy? Uh, uh, I think I enjoy the, the, the physical and the mental challenge, but mm. I like, okay, I've always had a habit of really pushing myself to, to see just how far I can go. Okay. You know, and see what, what, what I can do, where my limit is. Mm -hmm. And uh, and sometimes I I've pushed too hard and and when but but other times you know I I've, I've done something and thought wow you know that's amazing I can do this you know uh -huh. and I suppose my my desire has always to just to be like everybody else you know I, I was at university I was in a walking club and you know. I want my friends for climbing Monroe's in these days. And and I just wanted to do the same. That was as simple as that. And I would not be told otherwise that I couldn't do it. And I I suspect that's been the same with a lot of the things I've done. Um uh, cycling's been a big Part, um, a big part of my life, and I've done a lot of cycle racing, or or a bit of cycle racing, and um, and again, all of my friends were doing a bit of racing. I just wanted to compete in the same way with them, and uh, so and I I I I think it's something inside me that wants to push and push and achieve and just to see how far I get. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I can't describe it otherwise. And I think, again, I don't know anything else. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I I, don't know. <laughs> it's, just, it's just something that I do. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've written a few articles about what it's like to um, undertake challenges and adventures as somebody with disability. Um, what are some of the, the sort of obstacles that you need to, to deal with? Uh, I think people need to kind of understand that it's a lot more difficult, you know. Mm -hmm. I've, I've come across a lot of people who, who who would say if you just try harder, if you just if you just train a bit more? Mm -hmm. uh, I think the, I think the two things I'm saying. I think the one thing to be really aware of is stamina levels. Okay. Uh, for, for example, people would often uh, go out and they'd plan a big walking trip with maybe five or seven peaks in a day. But it's quite normal for 
for everybody, people. Mm -hmm. But for, but for me, I I'd have said, well, you know, I couldn't do that much. What could I do instead? Mm -hmm. uh, and and it's the same as the side thing. I've had to say, well, you know, I can't keep up with able body people. However, I can do this and to rearrange things and and in a way that suits me and suits them. So Yeah. So yeah, I think that's some of the challenges. Uh -huh. Yeah. And I I suffer I I I I go through a lot of pain but when I'm walking and cycling. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's the most uh, most difficult. <laughs> but uh, uh, I think, for example, I think about a month ago I was up north doing a walk with somebody, and I was just in it's oh terrible pain coming down the mountain, and I and I said to myself, as I do regularly, I'm not doing this anymore. Uh, you know, I'm not prepared to tolerate this. Really? Uh, so because it just doesn't get incredibly painful and but, but for me it's about trying to manage that pain and manage my energy levels and uh, but but within a few days I was like I was looking at maps thinking where could I go now <laughs> really? <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I just I can't I can't help it. Can't stop. Can't, can't stop, no. won't stop. No. No. <laughs> Not possible. Yeah. Uh, what have you learned about yourself doing these these challenges? Uh, the, I think the best thing I've learned is that I've got a lot more stamina and, than I thought I had. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I thought I wasn't able, or I was weaker, or I was, or, or, or I wasn't as tough. But I was completely in the opposite, you know. When I cycled out of the the outer Hebrides, it took me five days, and it was, and I had to dig deep. Sometimes, you know, uh, uh, towards the end of that time, I was getting really tired, really sick. I was really grumpy, and, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> but but and I think towards the end, of it, I was really surprised at how much, uh, how much fuel they've got in the tank that I didn't know I had, uh -huh. and and so and so. And so that inspires me and motivates me on to do more. Uh -huh. and, and, and to plan more. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So so what are some of the, the challenges and adventures that you've done over the last few years and what are your, your plans to do others? Uh, uh, well, I've I've done a couple of big cycle adventures. Uh, then the the outer Hebrides being one. Yeah. And I, I think my plans to try and do a lot more outdoor stuff in uh, 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 the hill. That I think uh, I think years ago I thought that the the hill walking was something that I might not be able to do. And I kind of jacked it in. 
But in the last year or so, I've really got back into it again. I thought, you know, I, you know, you know, I can do it, and the passion and the enthusiasm that I had for it twenty years ago all came back, <laughs> and, and it's great, and I'm really enjoying that. And so my sort, of, so my sort of plans to do more is to keep up my cycling and the cycle is expeditioned, but also it. Um, till I get back into the house, and uh, maybe a few more roads. There's two. There's what two hundred eighty seven or whatever. You know, uh, 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 you know. I might never do them all, but uh, it'll be great fun. Uh, it'll be great fun trying. <laughs> wow. Uh, really fun trying. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's a few more plans for. Yeah. And to, to do a bit more traveling. Yes. Uh, I would love to travel, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get on to traveling, definitely. I want to hear about that. Um, <laughs> you've got some um, really, you know, Im impressive sponsors. Uh, Edinburgh Bicycle Cooperation, um, Nuffield Health, Provis and Lumos. How did you go about securing or developing these partnerships? <laughs> Uh, I think it's a, I think it's a difficult thing to do. I've, I've been, I've been, uh, I had been out there doing what I was doing for a while, and I had, I had, I had built up quite a, uh, I built built quite a profile before I, uh, before I even approached uh, any of them. Mm -hmm. But but I wrote to them and told them about myself and about uh, about my, my intention to to <coughs> to improve opportunity for disabled people to take part in sport, but it's really what I'm trying to do. And I, I think them, I think a lot of people think that's a good cause to do and uh, and so um, and some people sponsor me by giving me quite a lot of stuff and but but others is, is a little bit eh eh excuse me just a little bit here and there but everything helps they say and so I think getting sponsorship is a hard bit yeah. um, but I'm hoping I, I think it's a bit of a snowball effect. Yeah. I think the more you get, the more things grow and the more contacts you make and so. Yeah. But I'm always looking for more sponsorship <laughs> because unfortunately, you know, it, it, it doesn't, um, <coughs> what, what I do doesn't fund itself, you know, yeah. and so uh, that's an ongoing uh, as another ongoing challenge yeah, yeah. Uh, to get money to fund it. I know the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> um, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about uh, social media. You yeah. know, you've developed a, a fairly significant following on Twitter. You're active on Instagram and Facebook. You have your website. What is your sort of strategy towards social media at the moment? 
I, I, I put a lot of effort into my social media. I don't know if I always get it right, <laughs> you know, but, but, but when I started, uh, I'm doing my website and said, I, I'm too tired to learn as much as I could about social media. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I first of all, I first of all used it and just, and just purely to advertise my website and try to just try and direct traffic to my website to get people to read it to, to see what I do. But but I guess I, I use it a lot more um, to market myself. I make a lot of great connections uh, through social media. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's a complete numbers game. Uh, the more contacts you make, the more yeah, you know, the, the more followers, the more, uh, uh, the more you get back uh, from it. So um, I I I I put on effort into uh, into my so my social media, <laughs> and just because that's 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 where it all happens. You know, like a lump it, that is, <laughs> that's where it's happening. Yeah. So you either, you either engage it and take it on board, yeah, you know, and dive right in, or just, or, or just ignore it completely. Because I think there's no point in half, hard to do here. Yeah. 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 You know, you're wasting your time. <laughs> so. Yeah. So. But, but I suppose the challenge is that in order to, develop a, a profile or a brand. I mean, you kind of need to be on social media nowadays. Otherwise, you're virtually extinct. Well, <laughs> well absolutely, you need to be on social and to develop a brand and, and, and to market yourself, to, to do that. And for, uh, uh, so it sucks up your time as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it yeah. doesn't happen itself, and and you can you can burn a lot of hours <laughs> yeah. as I do <laughs> 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 uh, 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 working on social media. But the fortunate thing is, you know, I can say hard and hard. I quite I quite enjoy doing it. Yeah. I do find it fun, and and there's some there's some really great things happened to me, and I've made some great contacts. Yeah. This is through social media, so so other people who poo poo and say, oh, you know, just it's a time waste. Well, I've had some great things happen to me uh, through social media, and I'm gonna keep doing it. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. In terms of, I think we maybe touched upon this um, when we spoke, it, you know, the sort of your um, automation or using any tools, do you use much or do you tend to do most of your social media um, like live, if you like? Is it all done in real time? It's mostly done on tools. Really, is it? You know, oh, yeah. I see, yeah. And you know, I have, I have lots of tools that I use to control my social media and uh, for example I use I have some that 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 times my tweets 
That's all right, no uh, problem. <laughs> um, yeah, traveling, traveling something that you, you clearly uh, enjoy. What yeah. are what are some of the, the places that you've been in, in recent times? What are some of your favorite destinations? My favorite place I've been very recently because I've been on a cruise up the, uh, up the Danube. Nice. River. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we flew to Budapest and we had a night there and we joined the riverboat and, and, and we spent a week sailing from there up, up the Danube. We stopped, at, we, uh, we stopped in Vienna, in, in Krems, in Passau, uh, um, Regensburg. And we ended up in, in, in Nuremberg, and uh, it was it was a really fantastic experience. I met some great people and such amazing uh, cities and sites, and I I find the whole experience is so so kind so fulfilling and enriching in all mm. sorts of ways and. And uh, I would love to go back and do it all again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Where are some of the places that you want to travel to? I think on my list is probably North America and Canada. And uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I think one of my biggest desires is to go and ski in the Rockies or, or wow. in, in Canada or Banff or West. Of Warsaw, so I would like to go and um, I would like to go and ski in North America or Canada. That's that's my big ambition. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> so I just need to find a, I just need to find a, a, a willing funder to fund that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fingers crossed. A very nice sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I do think the work that you do is, is, is so worthwhile. It's so good that, you know, um, I think the sponsors should look to, uh, you know, identify people like yourself that are doing great work and, and help them where they can. You know, I think it's the, the role of a good corporation or a good business or a good sponsor to do that. Uh, uh, thank you. I, I I I would hope that somebody would see would see some value uh -huh. and want them because although it's a, uh, 
uh, okay, it's fun for, um, for me to do. But there's so many people just then they don't end them because they've now had the opportunity or, or they've always thought that they can't yeah. or 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 worse still been told that they can't. And and if and if I can inspire anybody, you, you know, be it, be it disabled or able but anybody just say, Well, you know what, I'm gonna have a go. Yeah. It's, 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 it's all worthwhile, and I, and I think for, I think it'd be great if a sponsor or somebody, um, as you say, would, re would recognise that as a worthwhile uh, thing to do or, or cause, so. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So. Yeah, yeah. So what does a, a day in the life of you currently look like? What, what's your what's your usual usual uh, routine? Uh, well, my my usual routine is to work in the morning. I'm I'm I I think I'm functioning best in the morning. So if I have writing to uh, to do, which I almost always have. So I do my writing and my social media in the morning, and I tend to be the afternoons, um, as, uh, kind of for myself, to go and to go and do a sport. You know, mm -hmm. as I go to the gym uh, or go cycling, or I have a, I have an allotment, and I spend a lot of my afternoons, uh, on. On the moment, and then uh, if I'm busy, I'm 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 probably just social media again at night time, uh, just because uh, if I have extra, I want to do so. Mm -hmm. So so I can do my sport and fitness stuff in the afternoon, and can write other times. Yeah, good stuff. Excellent. It's been really great finding out more about you know the, the work that you're doing. As I say, I think that it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, and I do hope that you get people backing you and, and helping because you're an inspiration to others. It's so important. I think at this stage it would be really good to maybe go a little bit deeper, um, find out about some of your views on maybe some of the more philosophical topics. And uh, yeah. I'm looking sure. forward to, to hearing that. <coughs> what do you feel is your, your current purpose? What's the thing that you really sort of stand for just now? Uh, I think just by being in the world and doing what I'm doing, I just would like to support others Maybe motivate them, inspire them, mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't see myself as a great, I seem to get out and do something specifically. I think just by doing what you're doing, mm -hmm. you, you know, people, people take notice and people see what you're doing and, you know, it can change. Uh, people and uh, so I think my purpose is really just to keep on going where I am. Uh, you know, I don't see myself as uh, 
having a great go or anything. No. Well, 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 I'd say there are all the things that I'd like to achieve, but, uh -huh. but, but I think the purpose is just to be in, in the world and keep doing what I'm doing. That's a great answer. I love that. I hope. Yeah, yeah. What are some of your aspirations around goals and achievements? Uh, that I would like to achieve a lot more in the outdoors. But you know, I've done. Yeah, you know, I said there's things that I have to. I'm the left. Um, uh, I would like to climb more Monroe's and the right to. Um, I'd 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 like to ski a lot more. Um, so I have all the things that I'm would like to achieve in sport. Uh, I have a pest on desire to study again <laughs> but I've, 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 I've no idea where that desire comes from <laughs> because it really wasn't much fun the last day but I still feel like doing it and uh, I'm, 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 I'm really to do another degree at some point really? You know? yeah that's 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 wow. one of my aspirations. What would you study? Uh, I would study theology. Okay. Yeah, that's that's my real interest and uh, yeah, I'm really passionate about theology. And really? I would love to write the degree. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. What would you like your legacy to be? How would you like to be remembered? <laughs> Uh, just uh, somebody who tried everything, <laughs> who didn't take no for an answer, who didn't, uh, uh, just somebody who would have a go at anything. And I, I, I'm, I really want to have as much fun in my life as possible. And, and I get tremendous fun and joy of doing outdoor stuff. Yeah. And and so I think that like I said there's somebody who did did a lot of stuff and 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 enjoyed life. <laughs> enjoyed it. Yeah. Fantastic. How do you define success? <clears throat> By, by being happy, I think. Mm -hmm. Just by being content and happy and fulfilled and 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 I suppose it's a difficult thing to measure. But I think you know, I think someone who's successful who gets up in the morning and the the and uh, glad to be up and about and think well you know for 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 fun and pleasure enjoyment could I could I do today and 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 possibly who can I help? Mm -hmm. uh, I think you get an enormous um, pleasure and success in helping people and so uh, so I think that's um, 
Yeah. The two things I'd say. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely, I can't emphasise enough how much I like the, the helping others idea. Yeah. It's, I don't know that many people have actually said that in the context of success. You know, yeah. I think that's a brilliant answer, helping, helping other people. I, I think when you help other people, you help yourself. Yeah. So, so in helping other people, and I'm not okay, you're doing it for them, mm-hmm. but actually you're, do, actually you're really doing it for yourself oh. as well. Yeah. I think that's a matter of your success and how much you contribute and help other people. Uh-huh. Do you see yourself as successful? I see myself as happy yeah. and content and fulfilled and for joy and so yeah, I would. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Really, really good. Who or what inspires you? Mm. <laughs> I I think I try not to compare myself to people. You know, you know obviously I'm inspired when I see people uh, contributing a lot to society. And I'm inspired when I see people who, who dedicate their life to public service and again to help others. So, so, so that inspired me a lot. Yeah. And, and, and I suppose when I see people uh, out doing amazing, you know, sporting things like climbing, you know, Everest or, or, or cycling the Tour de France or whatever, that, yeah, it kind of inspires me a bit. Yeah. But, <laughs> but then most of all, I'm inspired by people who, work for, for, for others mm-hmm. and for the greater good. Yeah, yeah. Are there any figures specifically, maybe people that do adventure-based work or anything like that that, that inspire you? Any Isles? Uh, I can't think of anybody specifically. I don't, I, again, you know, I really try not to compare myself to other people, and I don't want to be. I don't want to be somebody else. I, you know, I don't want to be like somebody else. Yeah. And you know, I'm not trying to be them. I'm. I'm really happy to just be myself. Yeah. Yeah. Being the the best you. Absolutely. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Hmm. Now, I was really unwell about three years ago and I was in a really bad place and 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 I was being with a friend on a regular basis and my friend yeah and and the, you know my friend said to me one day, he said, David, just do what makes you happy. Just make yourself happy. And and I've never looked back, and that's what I did. And 
and that's what I continue to do. Mm-hmm. And so I think by, by making yourself happy and feel good and whatever, it's only then that you can be available and helpful to other people. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the best advice. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think you should. I think do whatever may, uh, uh, makes you happy, not because you think it's going to lead to success or lead to money or lead to anything. It's just going to make you happy, full stop. And and so I, I think that's the best advice I've had. Certainly, in in so recent years. Uh-huh. That's the one that comes most to mind, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's great advice, that. Well. Yeah. If you had the opportunity to speak to your 20-year-old self, what would you say? <laughs> oh, I think it's time to get a haircut. <laughs> uh, uh, I would tell not to worry about tomorrow. Oh, right. Because I... Uh, I think you know. I was so uh, <laughs> I was so focused on trying to get education and trying to. Uh, I, I was so. And okay, I was still having a good time. I think, but but I think I put a lot of effort into into what would come next. Yeah, you know, if I got this education, if I got good enough to give it, and so I think it took away some of the pleasure of being 20 years old. So I would, I would tell them not to worry about tomorrow and not to, and just enjoy, uh, enjoy the day. Yeah. Uh, enjoy being that age and enjoy, I think it Yeah, yeah. I suppose it's the whole idea of living in the present. Absolutely. Being in the moment and not continually chasing something, you know, because ultimately when you get there, it's only going to be the same case of, okay, what's next? You're never actually either living in the present or just simply being being happy. Absolutely. Yeah, and you know, I think that... Uh, as, as I said, the greatest joy is in the journey, not the arrival. Yeah. As soon as you get yeah. there, you just think, okay, what's next? Yeah. You know, <laughs> absolutely, the biggest joy is, is in the journey, and you have to enjoy it and get as much out of the journey itself as you can. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you could change anything in the world, what would it be and why? Hmm. That's a massive question. <laughs> <laughs> it, is. it is, you're right. That, that's not me for sex. I don't know. What would I change? I kind of wish there was more equality. And I think, you know, the the world of, you know, the, the, the world become more equal for various groups, for the same people, for, for, for ethnic minority, for LGBT, but there's still a million miles to go. Mm-hmm. 
uh, my opinion. And uh, so I would change what and try to make it more equal in terms of employment and uh, opportunity. Yeah, I think opportunity is is not readily available for some people. I think if you live in some of the some of the uh, less affluent areas, I think sadly your opportunities are are still less than 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 the people who are in the better schools and better. It's just a fact of life, yeah. and I think I've changed that. Things are getting better, uh-huh. but there's still a way to go. You know? Yeah, yeah. Equality is a really, a really tough one. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about for obvious, for obvious reasons. Equality has always been, you know, important to me, and mm-hmm. so. Uh, yeah. But it's a tough one, and it's getting better. There's no doubt it's getting better. Yeah. But we're not there yet. No. Absolutely not. You know, uh-huh. and people's life chances are 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 still, but you know, still very much influenced by the school they went to, where they grew up. You know, you know who they know, and and that's not fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely. But that's why I suppose there's so much value in the work that you do and, and people who I suppose are, I don't know if spokesmen necessarily is the, the right word, but people who are speaking up for for other groups, you know, raising awareness. It's, mm. it's just, it's such, it's such valuable work. It's so worthwhile and it's so good that you do that, you know, because you doing what you're doing can impact one other person that impacts some other person, that ripple effect. It's, it's just so powerful, so. Yeah, I hope so. I hope that, I, I, I hope that just doing what I'm doing, I will, you know, and some, even in some tiny way, just go some way to changing, to changing things, to open up opportunities for, for people and, uh, Uh, you know, obviously my my area is sport, and that's what's made me mm-hmm. happy and stuff. And I would really like to try and create a lot more opportunities for disabled people to do whatever sport they choose. You know, it'll be outdoor sport. You know, whatever. Uh, I hope so. Just by doing what I'm doing, in some small ways, I've changed things. Yeah. I genuinely think that's that's exactly what you're doing. I hope so. Yeah. David, thank you so much for, for being a guest today. It's been a real honour speaking to you. It's been fascinating to hear about your, your story and I think some of your answers and some of your views are just, just really brilliant. I honestly think the work you're doing is incredible. And I tip my hat to you. Well, uh, thank you very much for, for inviting me on. It's been, it's been lovely to meet you and, yeah. and uh, I'm very grateful. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Inspired Edinburgh. Please come and find us on social media and leave us a review on iTunes. Many thanks.